everyone, episode 34. And even though this is our 34th episode, it's the first episode we're doing where I'm drinking tequila. So I can already feel it. So hopefully we can get through this whole thing, um, you know, in one piece. My chest is already flushed, which I don't know why that's happening. Um, tequila is a big move. Why the difference? Well, so my the only two things I ever drink are whiskey and tequila. Uh, I don't know if you know that about me. Like, I don't drink wine. I don't drink beer. I definitely don't drink vodka because that makes me turn into the exorcist. Like, I <laughs> people think I'm exaggerating until they've seen me drink vodka. But when I drink vodka, I'm basically puking everywhere and really angry and mean to everybody. So I'm quite literally like Linda Blair from The Exorcist when I drink vodka. I think I've only seen you drink whiskey. I think it's you've always been a whiskey gal. Yeah. Well, I drank tequila for a really long time. I stopped drinking it because tequila, I don't know if people know this, is the only alcohol that's not a depressant. Um, so it's really good, but if you drink too much of it, you'll be up all night because you can't knock out when you drink too much tequila um, mm -hmm. unless you're like super, super fucked up. But for me, it would always kind of make me stay awake. So I gave it up and I switched to whiskey um, but lately whiskey has, you know, has no effect on me anymore. I'm like an old Irish, you know, drunk. So I had to switch to tequila for the time being. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm already feeling it and my contacts are screwy. So I'm, yeah, it's going to be a, an interesting episode to say the least. We'll see how it goes. Um, also, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited too. Uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. But also, I'm wearing this top that make my boobs look gargantuan. Um, Whoa. I mean, normally they look like that, but like this is like extra specially so. So I don't really know why. And you have your hair done differently, right? That's what you told me? Well, it's not really that different. I just, I finally got it cut. So now I don't look like a wet dog all the time. Like I had, okay. it has like more shape and um, yeah, my hair is like, before it was like depressed a little bit like me. And now it looks like it has, you know. It's like having a rum springer. Like, it's a little bit happier now. So, Have you ever thought about going short, short, like Halle Berry short? No, because I feel like you have to have, like, a really nice angular face for that. Um, and my face, like, my body is, like, very easily affected by things. Like, if I eat, you know, two pieces of bread, I put on, like, 10 pounds of water weight. So my face <laughs> would literally look like, you know who I'd look like, you know, with a short haircut? The person I look like with a really short haircut is the dude at the beginning of Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> That's what I would look like if I if I buzz cut my hair. You'd mistake me for him. What's his name? Is that Vincent D'Onofrio? That like but that's hair? that's the actor that he, that's him. I had no idea. It, I thought it was. I could be wrong, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Like you know the opening scene. I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't. I'm not positive that's him. Well, I'll double check after the episode, but I, I don't think that's him. Well, whoever it is, that's what I would look like with a buzz cut. You know, like you have to be like super good looking like Halle Berry or like Char you know, what's her name? Charlize Theron to pull off. Yeah, you off can pull it off. I love your hair, so don't change it, but I, you could pull it off. You'd be fine. Oh, thank you. You're so encouraging. Um, yeah. By the way, I know I've mentioned this to you before, but I, so my parents have a bidet and um, which is yeah. like some truly fancy white people shit. And so they have a bidet and I was scared of it for a long time. But then the other day I finally decided to try it out. And I have to say, I kind of like it. So yes. I mean, women love uh, bidets. It's, it's very helpful. Why were you scared? Um, because I don't, I'm not really into butt stuff. 
And I just was like weirded out by the thought of anything going up there, you know? It's like, cause it's like, it's not even just like, oh, water, it's like a little hose comes out and it like positions itself and it squirts water up there. So I was like, oh my God, how close is it getting? Like, what's it gonna do? Um, but it's actually pretty cool. It's pretty high tech. Like you can change direction, water temperature, uh, like the water pressure. It's like, you know, top of the line that they got going on there, Scott and Dana. So yeah. I, I, um, I finally tried it and um, not only did I like it, but now I'm like, oh, maybe I actually do want to experiment down there because it, it felt kind of good. So, you know, I always wanted to try one. Uh, you know, they have they have the ones that are separate, but then they also have the insertable ones. But mm -hmm. I'm always worried about shitting on it. No, because it goes back in the hole when you're done. It like retracts its oh. arm and it like hides up in your toilet when it's when you're done using it. That makes sense. So, yeah. So it's like and it even has like a little air dryer. So like once it like really? cleans you, it dries you up and you're just like, you know, fresh like Daisy for the rest of the day. <laughs> You know, the Japanese have been on this technology for years. Yeah, they're right. And everybody would talk about like the Japanese toilets. And now I get it. Um, no, it really is. Like, I can't believe everybody like now I want to get one in L.A. But um, yeah. yeah, it's like so fresh and so clean. Who it wasn't that like an outcast who sang that song. Yeah, I feel like there's like a, you know, a marketing opportunity there for them. Absolutely. So but um, but yeah, I kind of liked it. And then I was just obviously because of I'm like a perverted person. Then I was just thinking about like, you know, like anal play, butt stuff. The thing is, we have to come up with a better name for it because both of those things don't sound appetizing to me. <laughs> like, right? Anal play and butt stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like I don't like I just feel like there's like like part of like half of the reason why I'm not into it is because I don't even want to say those words like there has to be a better way um sorry my notification my work notifications are going off what a good time um yeah well, there has to be a better stuff way. aren't safe for work words you know you, you can't just use them in everyday life there should be a you know a, a nicer way to say it. i agree yeah like like nowadays everybody's like oh eating ass eating ass like and i'm just like i honestly think that like rim job which like was like what a 90s term rim job was like nicer than eating ass Right? I like, agree. Totally agree. Because I feel like, I don't know, like everybody likes rims. Like, oh, look at the rims on that car. Like that's, you know, a safe term to use. But like eating ass, like of course, like the fucking youngins would think that was like appropriate. Ew. Yeah, I, I, I could say rim job around my mom. She wouldn't know what it meant. But if I said eating ass, she would be suspicious. Right. Like you can't even be coy with it. So, no. so yeah, like, but yeah, I, I hate to say it. And again, my parents are going to hate this, but using the bidet has now opened me up to experimenting um sexually and so uh we'll you know we'll see how that goes although i would also like to point out that uh today is the three-year anniversary of no sex for me wow. martin luther king day yeah so um so yeah so i'm pretty sure that it's closed up down there um <laughs> i don't know we'll confirm eventually but, and someone asked me the other day, they're like, is that real? Like, is that real, your dry spell? And I'm like, maybe they thought I was doing it for effect for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hell yeah, it's real. Who would lie about that? I sound like a fucking loser. I'm like Steve Carell from the 40 year old virgin. Like, I have some nerdy friends and they've had sex in the last three years. So, yeah. I know. I mean, the good thing is you can, like, it's available to you. You know, you can. It's a choice. 
it's no, it's definitely a choice, which is why like my, like my, you know, my friends always be like, don't complain because you, you know, like you, and I'm like, no, that's true. But then, you know, what happens is then like, once you go so long without it, then like doing it again, you're like, okay, well I, you know, I've already made it this far. So if like the person's not worth it, I'm not going to go for it. That's yeah. me as a woman. I don't think men feel that way about sex at, at all. So. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, women, they, they have great toys. Men's toys are not as nice as women's toys. No, it's really just you and your hand, you know, or if you, uh, if you have like, you know, some disposable income, you can get like a flashlight, but then like people. Flashlight, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't uh, think penis it's pump. weird. I, I've seen guys get penis pumps. Oh yeah. See, like there's, it's so true. Like being a dude, but, um, I don't know. I actually like, I think I posted about it this week, but I was, um, like I posted a meme about how like, you know, women after they masturbate or after sex, they're like happy and normal and guys after they come are like upset or like they get weirded out sometimes. And I didn't understand why. So I posed the question to the group and collectively the answers were LOL. I don't know which is like typical man. And then some guys provided like a better answer. They said, oh, it's it's hormonal. Did you know that? I'm, I'm sure it, it is. I'm sure there's some sort of truth to that. I think it's more of a society thing. I think society tells men, if you're not having sex and you're, you're jerking off instead, that you're not doing things right. You're less of a man. I, I think that's where it stems from. Well, that would make sense, but like this was saying that even after having sex, that some guys have like weird guilt, or they like they almost like. And then so I asked my friend really? about it, and he said, "Yeah, biologically, men after they ejaculate are like prone, or they want to distance themselves from the act." Interesting, isn't that I can't weird? speak to that. I, I've I've seen cases where that's the truth in movies, yet I, I can't speak to that. I I feel like a million bucks. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I, if I had sons, I would be like, "Listen, you should feel great afterwards. Like, it's God's will for you to, you know, be boning things. Like, don't feel bad about it. You should feel happy." I don't know. I, I don't get like sex guilt. That's weird to me. I feel like that's only like you know, like like what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh God, the tequila is kicking in. Here we go. Um, I feel like that's the kind of thing that like only like stuffy, like Americans would get weird about because when you're in Europe, like they, like sex is, everything's very open. Like they're not, you know, they don't censor a lot yeah. of things. So, but in well, America, it also we're could like be a, a religious thing. It's some sort of ingrained imprint in our head that, Hey, you know, church tells me not to, you know, have premarital sex. Maybe I shouldn't. Oh yeah. The fucking church. They always got her, you know. The church is a goddamn fun sponge, if you ask me. <laughs> They're always telling you what you can and can't do. That's yeah, like they, that's, have all, they have all this wine, yet you can't put it to good use. Right. Or, like, now we're going off on a tangent, but that's also, like, you know, like, Lent. Don't get me started on Lent. Like, mm. oh, you can't eat meat on Fridays for, like, four weeks because that's what Jesus wants. I'm like, I doubt Jesus cares about when, you know, if and when you're eating meat. I think he cares if you're a good person 365 days of the year, you know? Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Jesus cares if you give up soda for a month. That's no. Um, But I don't know. Hold on. I'm just doing a quick nipple check. Okay. They're in. That's fine. Um, Yep. They're intact. Ready for takeoff. Uh, so also tomorrow. Oh, no. Not tomorrow. What's today? Monday? Well, whatever. Two days is the big inauguration day. Um, yeah. Look at that. 
Yeah, so normally it's like a, you know, whatever. Like this year, of course, it's going to be like some DEFCON 5 situation where, you know, the president may or may not make it. Like, it's very scary. There's like 80,000, you know, National Guard troops at the Capitol. Things are going well. I was going to watch Joe Biden's inauguration because that's who I voted for. But then I saw that J-Lo was performing and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to watch Donald Trump's departure ceremony or whatever. J-Lo kind of sucks. I agree with you. I'm saying this as a Puerto Rican. Yeah. She kind of sucks these days. I, I agree with you. And they're having like Lady Gaga do a prayer. And I'm like, if anything, we should have swapped. It should have been Lady Gaga performing. And, you know, J-Lo could have done like the hymnal or whatever. I would um, like that. Yes, I, I agree. So then it got me thinking like, you know, okay, well, what would I want for my inauguration? You know, mm. like, I, and like for me, I would want there, you know, I would want Motley Crue playing and I would want it to be held at Hooters because that's my personality, you know? Um, but that's just me. So what would you like? Oh, that's, that's tough. I mean, you mentioned Outcast earlier. I think Outcast is a fun, you know, that's a fun time. It's a party. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, Outcast, I, yeah, I would get down with Outcast. Like, that's cool to me. Uh, little bombs over Baghdad. I love that. Yeah, but just not like, I don't know. I just feel like they always like play it safe. And I feel like, you know, I, at first I was like, you know, oh, strippers, but you couldn't do that at the inauguration. And then I thought mm. Hooters, because I've seen people bring their kids to Hooters. So I think that's like, you know, like PG-13. Which I find very uncomfortable. Like at one time I was walking through Hollywood with my mom and there was the options are limited. There's not a lot of restaurants in in on Hollywood Boulevard for some reason. You'd think there'd be a bunch. There's there's a few right in front of the Chinese theater. Right. Um, there's a Hooters there. And my mom's like, you want to go to Hooters? And I was like, no, that's just weird. I'm not going to go to Hooters with you. <laughs> it's, it's a strange thing. Hooters, even by myself or with my friends, is, is a strange place. I don't get Hooters. Um, it's so weird that you brought that up, though, because, I mean, I feel the same way in terms of, like, I wouldn't want to bring my parents to Hooters with me. But mm -hmm. one of my guy friends recently told me that he went to like a legit sex club with his brother and his father and watched wow. like a, I'm not going to get, get into like too much detail even on this podcast, but he mm -hmm. witnessed the sex act and with his dad on his one side and his brother flanking him on the other. <laughs> and um, that, that is strange, but I've, I went to a bachelor party one time with my brother and there were prostitutes, you know, so it's, it's a thing. It's a, it's a weird thing. I was going to say, like, I, I think it's a little bit strange, but I know plenty of dudes who were like, oh, yeah, like, I'd go to a strip club with my dad. So it's just, it's strange mm -hmm. for me, but I don't necessarily think it's strange in general. People are doing it. Um, but, yeah, I was like, that's that's very interesting. But um, yeah, for, you know, for my uh, party, if I got elected, I, 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 I'd like to, I'd like a Black Eyed Peas would be a good option. Something everyone loves, yet you get excited for Right. Yeah. J-Lo just, like, wasn't the move this year. Like, I don't even know why um, they picked her. There's going to be no people there. It's going to be just like UFC. There's no fans. So it's going to be yeah. really weird. There's no people. And well, I tell you what, J-Lo is safe because she is a, a Latina. Uh, so that is right in the in between black and white. You know? Well, you know what? You bring up an interesting, like, you bring up an interesting point. I also wonder if J-Lo was a strategic choice because even racist white men, you know, or even racist white men, like a you know, fat ass. So mm -hmm. I wonder if they sort of put J-Lo in there as a buffer, right? Yeah. Because if you're like... And, a, and, and, you know, and she's hot these days. She's she's over the, 
you know, the tabloids. She was on the, the Super Bowl uh, halftime show last year. She's hot right now. Right. Yeah, and I just feel like if you're, you know, like even if you wanted to storm the Capitol and like rid America of minorities, like you might want to do that, but you're not going to do that when J-Lo's performing. So maybe no, they want to save J-Lo's ass. Yeah. Right. So I, so maybe that's why they did it, in which case, you know, I understand. Um, speaking of what's hot right now, now this is like my Christmas. I know it doesn't mean anything to you, but this coming Saturday, we have the McGregor versus Poirier fight. I'm very no, that, excited. that's exciting. Fun. Yeah. So I am, um, so I'm rooting for Poirier and he's the underdog, but so it's been a, it's already been a tough week for me because I'm out there campaigning for him. I'm like at home trying to manifest a win, you know, trying to call on my like spirit guides to get him a win. But um, well, do, I don't know. do you know people that are rooting for Conor McGregor? I feel like he's the easy person to root against because he's an asshole, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like I see a lot of people rooting against him because Dust, Dustin's the underdog. He's a nice guy. People really like him. But you can't forget that even though McGregor is an asshole, like, or he, a lot of people see him as an asshole, he also, he still has a very strong fan base. I mean, that's what they call them, McGregor fanboys. So. Yeah. I, I think I think it's very similar to Yankee fans. If, if you're rooting for the Yankees, fuck you. <laughs> That's You're like I'm over saying. it. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, he, I'll say this, like the man looks very buff. He looks really good. Uh, so McGregor, he, but he's, isn't he getting old? Is he past his prime yet? When is that going to happen? Well, he like retires every two years. So that's like people sort of like, that's what they get mad at him about amongst mm -hmm. other things. Um, I mean, he's definitely getting up there, but I don't know. I don't know if there's like a huge age difference between him and Dustin. I don't think there is, but don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah, it'll definitely be like, you know, an interesting fight. Dustin, to, for me, is the easier person to root for because again, he's the underdog. He's sweet. He has a really good reputation. I'm the kind of person that always wants to see that, that guy win. So yeah. it's not so much that I hate McGregor as much as I just really want to see Dustin win. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens. It's over in, um, Abu Dhabi. So thank God they're still putting it on at a normal time though. Unlike yeah. last time when it was at seven in the morning. I'm like, honestly, Dana, that, that, and he's fucking <laughs> charging, you know, $112 for the fights now, which is even more annoying. That's insane. Right. Especially in these times, these, these hurting times. That's my point. It's like, okay, like any other time you want to hike the prices, fine. But does he not realize that we're in like a huge recession right now, Dana? <laughs> I mean that but uh, you, 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 go ahead no I was just going to say that and he's threatening to go after everybody who is like illegally streaming the fights which is everyone mm -hmm. so I don't know how he plans on doing that but I'm kind of afraid <laughs> I talk all this shit but really I'm a girl scout like I'll be paying for the fight legally <laughs> as you should because you're going to be reviewing it on this uh, on this channel right so people at home uh, tune back in Bree will review the fight and as you should. You should be watching the HD version. Yes, absolutely. I will be reviewing the fight, which obviously attracts fight fans more than anybody. But even if you're not into the fights, uh, you still could tune in because most of it's just jokes. And maybe you'll watch it and be like, hmm, maybe this interests me. Maybe I do want to watch sweaty, hot, muscular, tattooed dudes roll around together. Yeah. Um, I know I do. But yeah, so this episode, I mean, all in all, I would say this episode was really rim jobs and democracy. 
that was <laughs> the crux of this episode. I think we have a title. I think we have a, yes, I smell a title. Is there anything else you want to add before we finish up? No, just like always, uh, if you can, please subscribe, like, comment. If you can, follow us on Instagram. We, we appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. I don't plug the whole like and subscribe. Maybe I'll do that this week. But yes, like and subscribe. It helps us a lot. The last two videos have done phenomenal. So we really appreciate it. But obviously liking and subscribing helps us even more. We recently got our first or one of our first pieces of fan mail that I have to respond to later. I promise I will. But also hmm. send us, you know, fan mail or hate mail. We like either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that pretty much sums it up for this episode. But until next time, guys, Al and I and the twins send you much love and we'll see you back here next week. Whoa, 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 Bree Hunter is fucked. Whoa, oh, oh, Bree Hunter is fucked. This has been a Lug Hole Podcast.